I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Fills exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. All right, we've got Linda Fields at the King's Table, the, our, our, our fellow queen coming to the table. But Linda, thanks for being here today. Linda Fields. Hey, it's so good to be here. I love uh, it. Good. Well, I'm, I'm so uh, thankful that we get the opportunity here to, to have you here because uh, you and I have known each other in a couple of different spheres. Uh, you knew me as as a young man, um, not not super well, but uh, really before I probably even bought my first business. And so I love the uh, the connection piece that we've had kind of, um, you know, sparsely throughout the years, but I've just followed your journey and I'm so glad that you're here and um, we're going to dive into some good stuff. So Linda, yeah, tell us what it is that you're doing right now. What's your business right now? My business right now, Chaz, is comprised of really three key things. And the first one is uh, executive coaching for corporate professionals, business owners, and sometimes aspiring business owners who know they have something in them that needs to get out. And so I do that through the coaching. I also do that through events that we host for leaders from different spheres of influence. Sometimes those are in person, uh, sometimes they're online and virtual. And thirdly, by writing uh, as an author. Love it. Love it. So. Linda, you've been in 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 and around the business world for many years, um, and I know that you're doing uh, this coaching through different angles now. But you and I met um, when you were doing leadership stuff. You were running events through uh, ministry, even like this this marketplace ministry, you know, um, <clears throat> world has just connected um, with you and and with several people that we've known. Talk about just your history with that, just for a couple minutes. You know, that's a great question. Uh, I have a background of university business teaching and then later moving into corporate training where I spearheaded a multi-million dollar effort uh, creating a training and a learning center for people in largely the chemical company at that time. But in that whole journey, it was a blast hiring people, building things, designing things, delivering on tight contracts. You know, our mission statement was scribbled on a napkin at a Christmas party because this <laughs> idea came up so suddenly. And in all of that, I felt so alive. And what really nobody saw necessarily at the beginnings, I mean, I was at home on my knees every morning and every night, like I'd prayed for a big opportunity and, you know, you got to be careful what you pray for. You might just get it. And there it was in my lap to do these things that had never been done through our organization. And I would literally ask God things like, how should I do that? Where do I begin? Who do I hire? Like, what do I even look for? And it was one of the most thrilling seasons of my life for really delivering very quickly a huge, um, programs that delivered a, an economic boost to our community, skills to those who needed the skills, and many rich relationships. We'll see that now. People call that marketplace ministry. We were doing it before right. we had a term for it. That's right. And even back in our early marriage days, my husband Rick and I had a sporting goods store. 
And we did everything wrong as far as the textbooks go. We brought our employees home with us. We were like two years older than them, one year older than them. Brought them home, fed them hamburgers, lived life together. And later found out we had an impact on their their business development and their spiritual development. And so we were cutting our teeth on what people now like to label marketplace ministry. But it's a confusing term to a lot of the world. And actually, I just like to simplify it and say, bring all of you to the table and uh, bring everything that you have to bear. And you do such a wonderful job of being successful without losing your soul that way. And right. uh, with, with seeing some pretty miraculous things happen. That's, that's so, so cool that you that you rephrased it almost of just bringing all of you to the table. And so just for the listener who's paying close attention here, there, <clears throat> what she's talking about is whether it's all of you, meaning like your talents, just in your in your trade, or whether it be your business skill set, or in in this case, your 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 spiritual walk, and bring all that to the table as something to influence your clients, your your team members, um, the people that you associate with on a daily basis through in and out your business um, is a whole lot more of an influence than you realize. As a business owner right now, you're feeling like you're struggling, you're trying to get to that seven figure mark, like all this stuff. You got the grind of the daily, but the influence that you bring is way more than you think. And so that's what Linda's talking about here. So Linda, um, at this level in the game, before we kind of go backwards a little bit and talk about your journey, at this level in the game, what drives you to all the things that you've done, all the events that you've done, the thousands of people that you've worked with? Why, why, why do you keep going? That is a great question. And it's to see those who keep coming back, who did something with what they heard or what they learned and came back for the next step. And watching those leaders develop and influence, I I find, as I'm sure you do, Chaz, influencers are influencers wherever they are, in their home or their community or their church or civic organizations, in the business. And when you start watching that spin up, the word I love to use is transformation because it spills over way further than what you thought it was all about. At the beginning, it was all about you and your income and your family and your success. And that's true. God offers uh, help for us in that. Like uh, Proverbs 10, 22 says uh, that God gives success or true riches without sorrow. And man, that's the way to go because we can rack up, <laughs> rack up a lot of problems for ourselves by going about things too hastily or in the wrong way. Right. So, uh, what keeps me coming back is when I see these uh, many of my clients are in their 30s and 40s, young men, business owners, and we've watched their businesses expand across the United States. We've watched their uh, new facilities be built, new levels of influence, and everything they do. And when a person gets to that place without losing their soul, I say, and they understand how big it is, then they start thinking about influencing a community or a city or a nation. And that floats my boat. I love that. And that's what drives me to keep going. Oh, I love that answer, too. Some of our language uh, with Gathering the Kings, we just are so in alignment with that where, you know, the at the seven figure mark, it doesn't have to be necessarily million dollars exactly, but at some point in the game, which is what you're talking about, you mm-hmm. you have enough resources where you start thinking beyond yourself, right? At the beginning, that's okay. Like you got to go get yours. You got to get the daily grind down. You got to hit the pavement. Exactly. But at some point, the hope really, I think for the listener now, that's why they're doing the grind is so they can get to that, that place that you're talking about, which is I want to influence my family. I want to influence my, my the generations in my family. I want to influence my community. All these things that a king really has the ability to do that a warrior doesn't. 
Um, and so I just love that language. Thank you for sharing that. So let's go back. Linda, take us back to where entrepreneurialism started for you, or was it the way you were raised, or like how did you how did you get into business? You know, I'm going to go back, and I might even go back one extra step to okay. frame this up, if that's okay. Please. Um, life is hard for all of us. It's just in different ways. Every family is somewhat dysfunctional. It's just how, as far as I can tell so far. That's right. <laughs> so uh, as a kid, I had my share of hardship, but I had a lot of joy in my house as well. And I had a, a really sweet, humble dad. Uh, I think he's probably the most humble man I've seen this walk the face of the earth. And he was a pastor and he loved people and he loved us. And he, he was just the real deal. So he really taught me to pray. My mom loved business. And so I had both the spiritual and the business modeled before me, even though we had some really hard bumps in the road as a family, uh, that die was cast, that opportunity was there. Yeah. And uh, at the age of 14, I had a very, very traumatic experience, which even though I'd been through hard things before, it was the first thing I couldn't figure out how how in the yeah. world this happened. And basically, yeah. to give you the high points and the low points, um, I was in an explosion that almost took my life. Wow. When we had moved to a house out in the country, there was butane leaking into the house and none of us knew it because back in that day, there was no scent to the gas. Wow. So when my dad struck a match to light a hot water heater, the whole room went up in a huge whoosh of fire. I was fighting for my life in that experience. I had to end up learning to walk all over again. I was in a burn unit. I mean, my whole world literally blew up. Yeah. And I like to say that the fire, and we all have had a fire. It may not be a physical fire. It might be a fire betrayal or a family a crisis or a financial crisis. We all have fire in our lives that can almost like literally Watch take us out, out. our yeah. hope, our vision, sometimes our very lives. And I, when I think about that experience now, it has become central in my life in the way I do everything because it set the bedrock. It set the foundation for seeing how God would bring me through a fire that almost killed me. And even now, decades later, I'm unpacking so many things from that experience and embracing the, the beauty of fire, the holiness of fire, the uh it's, it's mesmerizing. A fire is mesmerizing. And I'm yeah. working on some uh, fire pit discussions with leaders where we bring those fires out to be. So really, that's what has set me on this path. Now, I've come alive in business by teaching business, by our little sporting goods store um, and other things we've done, and then kind of full circle in bringing in the spiritual aspect for other business owners to live their lives uh, from a place of prayer, I call it. Yeah, I love that. Okay. So <clears throat> deep roots um, is what I'm hearing, and which is great. And so for somebody who maybe um, doesn't have or didn't have that modeled before them, the business and or the spiritual together, what would you say to that person listening right now where they're like, man, I didn't grow up in an entrepreneurial household. How am I supposed to know how to do all this? What would you say to that person? I love that question. And the I would first of all view it as a journey. And I would get real crystal clear on the goal. What it is it? What is it that's in you that you want to bring out through entrepreneurialism? What do you want to sell or create or innovate? 
And uh, I have people who have done things like create action figure designs, they're patenting. I've had others just open a, a mom and pop type storefront, you know, and just rock that. And so it's not about comparing what you're wanting to do in entrepreneurship to what you think the, the big poster people do, you know, and aspire sure. to somebody else. The real question is what's inside of you? And I like to encourage people to come up with a phrase for or a vision of something that inspires them where they can not have a whole, we, we've all flip charted our walls, <laughs> covered our walls, right? With all the plans at the root, at the nugget uh, that you could talk to somebody about over coffee. They said, what do you, what is it you're going to do? And what I answered to that question, I said, I'm going to help the many know God and do great exploits. And if they want to know more, I tell them more, Right. but I, zeroing down your vision to a meaningful phrase to you yeah. is the starting place. And however that leads you into entrepreneurship will be a unique journey where you can find the resources you need to do it. But you yeah. got to get clear. Otherwise, you jump from plan to plan and program to program and maybe never do anything. And right. that, that's disheartening, you know. Yeah, it is, especially as a uh, as an entrepreneur who has uh, started and, and launched multiple things. If you get deflated quickly, to your point, um, then it, then it just, it, it makes the, the journey a struggle as opposed to something that you can enjoy and have joy in, like you described the, <clears throat> the process that you're, you're talking about is closely linked to our identity, right? So yeah. zeroing in and, and getting clear on who we are or what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I want to just echo the thoughts here for the listener. So I want you to write down identity. I want you to write down what it is that I stand for. What am I trying to accomplish? All these things that Linda's teaching you how to do right now, because she's given you a lot more than what she's, what she's, uh, <laughs> what she's expressing. Like if you can, if you can do this, I'm talking straight to you right now as a listener, if you can do exactly what she's telling you what to do right now, as far as to actually get a clear message, it sounds as a young entrepreneur myself, when I first heard this, it sounded cheesy or, right. or like fluffy. Right. And it does, but I'm telling you right now, if you can hone in and do this, um, everything else falls into place. And it's not just going job site to job site or client to client or whatever. It becomes who you are as opposed to what it is that you do. So thank you for sharing with that, Linda. That's, that's incredible. Onfire.global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.